This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome to Her Style Secrets, brought to you by... Prinny Ray. And Anvilai. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Right, right, right. Podcast. <laughs> Time for the podcast. Time for the pod. Welcome back, guys. Yeah. I feel so weird, like, doing an introduction because I'm just, like, not in that frame of mind to be like, hi, because I, I don't feel Literally. like that at all. But you know what it is? Like, I was thinking today, I was like, okay, we've got to record the podcast. And it's funny because this has just been a series of like emotions. It's more or less been an emotional roller coaster. Like every day, the point of the point of the roller coaster kind of changes. Like, yeah. had we record this, recorded this maybe like three days ago, I would have been on like, yes, we're coming. I got the smoke for this person. I got the and I'm actually honestly right now, I'm just drained. Mm-hmm. emotionally yeah. and physically mentally drained. I'm exhausted I almost can't even put my thoughts together to even understand where we're even gonna start yeah like there's a lot a lot to to discuss and cover and I've got so much that I just want to say um maybe just beforehand now like I'm not I'm not even gonna apologize for the longevity of this episode. Like it is what it is. And it could be long. Like, listen, we're just gonna go with it. Like this could be a two hour podcast. We can decide maybe, I don't know, we might record again and just drop you another one on Sunday if we've got more to say. Like <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna figure it out. But I think during this time, I'm really thankful that I have a platform to be able to discuss these things 100 um, i mean i have been like we've both been going off on twitter and instagram but sometimes it's not enough mm-hmm. um yeah you know and i'm not saying this podcast is filtered it's obviously the most unfiltered thing we don't necessarily plan it but it gives us a time to really have these discussions and unpack things yeah and unpack our thoughts as well um so obviously everyone probably knows and if you don't know I'm quite surprised but Mm. um a few days ago a man George Floyd one that's his name (laughs) um was brutally murdered he was murdered on a live stream on a live stream by a white policeman who had his knee on his neck for seven minutes despite multiple times of George telling him that he couldn't breathe and bystanders telling him that this man cannot breathe, even after he passed out, continued to have his, oh my God, this makes me so angry saying this, continued to have his neck on his neck until he died. Yeah, on his neck, yeah. You know, the first thing that's actually come into mind, because I just posted it, I'm just going to read it off you know right now we have no structure in this podcast so whatever i found this screenshot of a tweet and there's a white lady um her name's victoria lee and she said as a psychologist i want to remind you that oh, i promise i wouldn't cry this podcast but we're just going to start off like this 
Um, as a psychologist, I want to remind you that racism is a type of trauma. Even racial microaggressions can cause PTSD symptoms. Mm-hmm. Your black friends are being traumatized right now and every day. Many of them suffer PTSD from experience racism. Please keep that in mind. And I think I'm going to try to stop crying. When you just like recited that, I think we know the catalyst of all of this. Yeah. But it's so traumatizing. Yeah, it it's is. It's so traumatizing and it's so triggering. And it kind of just, I was having a conversation with friends and they were saying the main issue is that with the way black people are treated and in racism, they're clearly dehumanizing us. Like they're not seeing us as humans. They don't see us and as it a just person shows, or anything. Yeah, literally, it just shows in the interaction of a human being is telling you they can't breathe and you have dehumanized them to the point where it's almost as if you're not believing them. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to get that off. Do you know, do you know what angst me is? Well? Obviously, everyone should be treated with some with some level of respect but it's like some animals are treated better than the way black people are treated they now i'm not saying that you should go and torture animals that's not what i'm saying but my point is that why can you not have the same respect that you have towards an animal towards a human being that has done nothing all they've done is exist that's people rather be people would rather be vegan then not be racist yeah and People that is would just rather be vegan than use the hashtag black lives matter they would rather force to be different or quirky or whatever they think it is saying all lives matter but they'd rather be vegan and save the animals yeah that's mad i just think if you can completely change your lifestyle in support of these animals so that's not even just your eating that goes down to your buying you're not buying items made from leather etc etc if you can put that much effort in changing your lifestyle for an animal then you can put that much effort into not being racist into standing up to racism into being just anti-racist because it's trust me it's not that hard it's so much harder to stop buying leather than it is to just not be a racist person (laughs) literally oh i don't understand this life man I don't understand this life (sighs) and I don't understand people but um yeah I guess going on your like introduction and timeline of events that was kind of the catalyst for people's anger Mm -hmm. and people wanting to stand up and speak out and I mean I wouldn't just even say it's George Floyd because during this lockdown period there have been a few accounts Um, in America of people dying of being killed at the hands of the police for no other reason than than being black so I think at this point everyone's just like this is just stupid because first of all it's COVID like your knee is not supposed to be on this man because you need to keep two meters away like point blank period like this shouldn't even be happening Um, but for some reason I just feel a shift in the energy yeah and i feel like this time it's not gonna be like the last time it does feel a lot more different and i think we had this conversation before and what you said i think where we're in we've got this global pandemic and everyone's in lockdown there isn't a distraction from the matter at hand there isn't a distraction from there is a huge global because it's global Mm -hmm. it's global there's a huge global racial issue there is point blank period 
And I feel like people are waking up and smelling the damn coffee, despite it being 2020. And that coffee should have been smelt a very long time ago. And yeah. we're still fighting for the same things. I do feel like this time people have woken up and realised, like, shit. You know, we something yeah. needs to change. And I feel like, I don't want to call it hope because... I have hope, yeah, but I don't want to call it that as well. Because it's like, this isn't the first time either. This isn't the first time we're fighting yeah. for basic human rights for black people. And I think yeah. that's why I'm like, do I call it hope? Like, what do I call it? But there's something that I feel like there's... Optimism. Sort of, there's yeah, like, I'm quite optimistic this time. I feel like there might be a little glimmer of light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah. I think for the first time... I feel like people are listening. Yeah. And it's because they've been forced mm -hmm. to listen. Yeah. And I kind of, I want to point to this because some, somebody referenced it and she might actually have been the catalyst of it, but Jackie Ina went on her Insta story. This would have been, it was like over the weekend, maybe like Friday, yeah. last Friday. And she was basically like, I mean, you brands that pander to black people and steal our culture and profit off our culture. And she tags pretty little thing, revolve and fashion over. And she said that, you know, this is not like an exhaustive list, but these are just brands that come to mind because you've always like stealing our, stealing the things we do on black Twitter, making mm -hmm. it a meme or making it a product. Yet this is a black issue and you're not speaking on it. Yeah. Like come through sis, like what you finna do. And that literally started like a mass chain of brands coming out and issuing statements saying yeah. like, we stand behind black people and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think it first started off in that kind of fashion world, fashion beauty community, and it extended beyond to like bigger global corporations. Mm -hmm. And I think that is probably the reason why people are listening yeah. Because their big white corporations are speaking and they can't run away and they can't hide. They, this time um, they can't. They can't hide. And I mean, I just want to take a minute to address the statement issue because it is quite contentious. A lot of people just feel like a statement is not enough when your teams are not diverse. It's not about just saying you stand by us. Is what are you actively going to do to affect positive change and help address the issues that are faced every day? Yeah. Because then it becomes meaningless. Like, I don't need words. I don't need graphics. I don't need, like, you to pretend that you're donating profits or pretend that you're donating. Because I saw something, like, someone said, oh, we donated five figures. I was like, but where are the receipts? Like, I'm not saying yeah. post the receipts, but how do I actually know you did? I can say I donated five figures. Mm -hmm. Like, who's gonna know? No, no one would know. And I think, I think this is where it goes beyond the social media. And this is where the education is so key. Like, yeah. for brands to realise that, like, okay, any, I, anyone can post a social post, but, like, this yeah. goes beyond that. Mm -hmm. How you including this education into the workforce with your work colleagues... What are yeah. you actually doing actively to back up what you stand for? But the fact of the matter, a lot of this, them are seeing this as a trend. Like it's something we've got to get in on. We've got to do the tick box like, yep, done. I did my post. I'm in it. Again, we did a part of the campaign. are just a box to tick. That's what yeah. we are. Again, and it's like, come on. 
and do you not really frustrate me about the whole pretty little thing thing (laughs) thing thing their head of PR is a mixed race woman yeah I don't get that I so yeah I mean not I'm not doing devil's advocate because I'm over that but I just think that maybe there was no discussion or higher sign of because that might have just been the social team that posted it because I guess PR is like that's the only thing I would say maybe she wasn't part of it I like to think she wasn't because if she was that's a joke as well but it's just like talk discuss within your teams and if you don't know that's when you ask and get to know there's nothing they're like they will ever ever lose out in life from just getting knowledge and you know what it is amber you hit the nail on the head you said if they don't know they don't know that that is wrong that okay for anyone that hasn't seen it because they've deleted it you might see screenshots online jackie anna called out pretty little thing i don't know they hid they ran away they went to do some graphic they posted a black hand and a white hand together with some kind of text like we're in it or whatever the black hand right And I know black people like to be called black. Yeah, we don't like BAME. We don't like brown. People of color. Person of color. We like black. But that doesn't mean we are charcoal. The black hand was noir. It was black. But it was even so black, it was gray. That is not the shade (laughs) of a black person. It literally reminded me of like, um a sea urchin or something out of like yeah. a disney movie like a monster um and it, it just goes to show like people clearly are living under rocks and are so ignorant that they think that that's okay yeah it's so tone deaf they panic so much that they still didn't even take the time <laughs> to to figure something acceptable out because that like i said they don't know what's acceptable and it's like we are in 2020 how do it's you not know but we are in 2020 why are there no black people in your social media team right we are in 2020 why do you use black influencers send them clothes to do free marketing but never not- repost them on your page why because we're not aesthetically pleasing but you want to steal our culture yeah when it's when it suits you yeah. it's fun do you know what? i said this in our episode of black is not a trend because we've been talking about we've this. been listen we've been talking if about you're new this. here we're consistent yeah we don't filter shit we don't pander to brands we call it how it is and we've been saying this i said they're not here for black on that episode i said you want to be us but you don't want to be us. You love our culture. You love taking our body shapes and our lips and our hair and our this and our that and our cultural patterns. And you love using it. But when it's time to stand up, everyone's nowhere to be seen. No, and you this is why cute. I really hate, um, I hate BAME. I hate BAME because you group us all together. But whenever it's a black issue, you ain't no Asian coming to stand by us because the owner of Pretty Little Thing is Asian. I want to see you on a live stream. I want to see you on a live stream. I want to see a video of you speaking up about racism because you're an ethnic minority. So what you're doing is going to understand it should be them. And that's the thing where it's like, 
black people are so segregated from white people and other ethnic yeah. minorities because then it comes in with this kind of it's not white privilege but a privilege of not being black less cool yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah because it's like yeah it's literally white privilege not being black privilege then black people because yeah. it's like a black issue but you don't even see yourself as a minority that people are racist towards you either but it's like yo do you know i'm no. not black so i'm not involved it's got nothing to do with me make it make sense <laughs> like no. make it make sense um, amber we can't make it make sense that's why we're tired it's frustrating like, it's exhausting and, and frustrating loads of people are like well why the sudden uproar like and it's like because this isn't the first time like this uproar again like you said george floyd was the catalyst but this isn't just because of george floyd yeah this is because of the years and years and years of racism that we have faced and live with the trauma that black people have to see every single day when another person has been murdered at the hands of the police yeah. another another politician whose racist has been selected to run a country it's yeah, everything yeah. put together and like enough is enough yeah enough is funny. enough it's funny to see white British people. They're really shocked because they're waking up to something they didn't think existed. Like, okay, so my so owner of my company. No, it's a joke. The owner of my company, obviously under, well, I'll just say it, it's the truth, it's facts. Like under a bit of pressure posted in response, right? Issued mm. like an internal statement. And he kind of framed it in a sense of like, you know, what's going on in the US is terrible and Donald Trump's response. And one girl, black girl, bless her, like she stood up and responded. She's like, yeah, I just want you to know this is not just um, the, the US. US Here's a Fred. And you know, there's that f- like Fred's on Twitter of yeah. like all the UK. And she literally posted it like FYI, like this shit's happened here. And I reiterated it and I said, yeah, like the whole point is for people to educate themselves to understand that it's it's not about George Floyd. It's not about police brutality. It's about global racism. It's global and it's happening here. And if anything, it's probably happening here on the same scale as in US. The only difference is British culture encourages it to go unnoticed because a lot of us for years, and maybe that's why we're feeling so heavy hearted and traumatized because for years we haven't had the ability to speak up. Yeah. And just, just because like, everything's just like oh but it's not it's not a big deal or they like they kind of make it you they kind of make you think it's in your head yeah and it's something that you have to just internalize like okay i'm black so i guess that like, i've got to deal with it like the fact that i have anxiety to change my hair um within a month fine it's just something i've got to deal with or the fact that at work some someone spuds me but doesn't spud anyone else kind of just like I got to the point where there are things that I do call out, like, you know, you're doing that because I'm black or people making reference to chicken and things like that. And, you know, I do say you, like, you mentioned that because that I'm black. In, in our black is not a trend episode yeah, as well. Like, it's like little, little things like that. I remember like when I joined my first job out of uni at a big um, firm, we went on the training day and, you know, they have like nights when you unwind and play yeah. music and blah, blah, blah. And someone was like, oh, are you going to twerk for us? Like all those things that we just have to like, brush off because I don't want to be seen as an angry black girl and I don't want to be seen as aggressive and we internalize it but now everyone's like babe I gotta think peace for you hold my drink yeah. I'm about to write down everything I've been through since I was in nursery like that's literally what's happening and a lot of them are not prepared and I think what it is as well in the UK obviously because I think we're, we're so 
you know hidden and nothing ever goes wrong here they don't realize when you start mentioning the the racism you've gone through throughout your life they're they're in shock because they don't realize how often it is but it's like this happens and it's not just recently or as you've grown up this is something that happens from the minute you're born until present day like this is something that we've been going through and the thing is I feel like institutionalized racism in the UK is such a huge thing and racism within institutions schools workplaces I feel like it's so bad yeah it's so so bad and it's like what like you you feel like you said you feel like oh do you know what I'm just gonna have to take it on the chin like you don't feel like you've got a position to raise awareness or say Mm -hmm. something because it's like oh but then I might get fired and I need this job and And it's like literally literally but you know recently I've been thinking and you're doing a disservice to yourself that's what it is like and then we end up disrespecting ourselves it's not even like we're doing it in a way where we want to but we feel like we Mm. don't have a choice we don't feel safe in giving our opinion and making it known like that is not right do not say that to me or this is not right you should you should not be acting like that like we don't we're not in a safe capacity anywhere yeah and i think it's because a lot of us a lot of us are like second generation so if you look up there's not that many like older people maybe in like higher positions i can look up to and say i aspire to yeah. be like this person or you know what this like big sis in, at the, in work or this big uncle is like they'll vouch for me like because mm. they get it they've kind of um like they're the what's it called like the pace setters they've been yeah. there but we have to understand that's us yeah if we, we don't do that work the next generation are not gonna have anything to look up to or anything to you know to be a- to be able to speak up Mm-hmm. Like it's mad. Like at at work, I've been quite like down and upset and what have you. But being one of my companies, like a small company, um, and it's a young company. But out of the black people, I would say I'm one of the older. Like, yeah, I'm like an elder <laughs> at my young age. I'm an elder, <laughs> and I feel like literally, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything because I go through the emotions of being like, I'm so angry. I might say the wrong thing or, you know, like, why should I have to do this? Like, fuck this. Like, I don't have to explain to these people, like go on Google. But I said, you know what? I have to carry it on my back because if I don't carry it on my back, how can I open the door for someone else that doesn't want to speak? Like, it's I, like, like being it has the to Rosa be Parks of the company and Li- we no, have literally. to be the Rosa Parks of this generation. Literally, everyone needs to be like, obviously you had a lot of companies issuing statements and some people in positions where, you know, day one, companies have not said anything, crickets. Day two, still crickets. Be the person to send an email. If you're scared to send an email, go to someone who you think is high enough that can go and relay the message to say you feel like something needs to be said. And I'm not, it's not a case of forcing your company to issue an external statement. It's not about that. It's internally acknowledge how your employees may be feeling during this time. Acknowledge that something is happening in the world. Like when it was COVID, you have like, Oh, unprecedented Stay at times home. during me, this unprecedented mental health times. hours okay. and days off. And from now on, one of my friends like, from now on, everyone's going to get a day off in the month to just re- recuperate and get their mental. Fuck that shit. Yeah. What about black people? 
What about yeah. the days of, if we accumulated all them days off, we would not be working for how many years? Literally, I need a day off. Like, I need someone to ask me if I'm okay. Because I'm not. It's, it's really, it's tiring carrying this burden with you. Continuously, but we, but we do, we and I feel like. But this time, I was having a discussion with my mum. My mum was like, "This generation don't really know how to protest and how to mm, properly, how to yeah, fight. organize, yeah." She was like, "You know, back in the day in the sixties when we were protesting for like what this is a bit irrelevant, but like to get back our country from America, we stopped doing this, we stopped eating, we stopped doing that, yeah, but you guys don't she's like, okay, one week, everyone's like, yeah, 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 and then it ends and the next like, week we, and it's true, we don't this yeah, needs to yeah, be yeah. something that is ongoing, like like Rosa Parks, like okay, she couldn't get on the bus. People stopped walking. The buses, yeah, stopped making, transport stopped post, making yeah. money. And then look, there was like, okay, do you know what? Cool, we hear you. Change is yeah. gonna happen. But you know what? We have to hit them where it hurts, and that's their pocket. Because black people spend money. Like, sorry, can I just pause? Because I really want this needs to be noted in history. Blackout Tuesday. Black people shut down Instagram. Yeah. I need people to understand that this has never been done. Me Too movement could not do this. Mm. And I'm not trying to shade any movements LGBT, but we shut down Instagram. That in itself should show us the power and influence we have. And if we so harness much. that, if we harness that and we focus it in the right things and focus, and I've been saying this, like anyone that will listen to me during this time, we need to funnel our coin into our community and build up our businesses and build up the future leaders that are going to have seats at the table, that are going to be more influential, build up the future black global corporations because we have that power. Yeah. We shut down Instagram. <laughs> This is one of the biggest, like the biggest social media platforms there. Like, I don't know. I don't. But know. we 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 have a lot of power in so many things. But we like I don't as a community. We're disorganized. We just don't, it is really disorganized. Like even on Twitter, where do like this is a bit on a low scale. But like, where does everyone get their memes from? Black Twitter, where does black everyone, Twitter, black oh Twitter runs Twitter like and that's black Twitter that. doesn't even run Twitter black Twitter runs the culture black Twitter runs Facebook, black people runs Instagram culture everything like, TikTok even though oh, TikTok is cancelled but all them TikTok, TikTok, TikTok dances canceled. who come up with that black people then they steal it and don't give credit and then you want to come oh. talk about looting, but you loot everything of ours. Listen, did you see Take the Natural History? Did you see the us. Natural History Museum try to post a statement? We're like, sorry, the original robbery. You're gonna give that shit back, or? <laughs> so, were you planning yeah. on making the refund in return? Like, I just want to. They're know. like, they're like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, what are you saying? What are you really saying? White people are the biggest thieves in this world but they're so on their high horse they can't even fucking see it but you know what like i don't even want like i just want them to just acknowledge the problem i have There's history no is history yeah, history is history and right now we can't change it but i just hate when people try and like erase like they erase your history like slavery didn't happen colonialism didn't happen <laughs> 
like just acknowledge that you did just like, acknowledge did like that shit yeah like my ancestors they ain't shit like i don't stand by it it's fucked up what they did let's think about how we're gonna like bridge the gap and repair and move forward but don't act like oh but that was like so long ago they like to make us think it wasn't that, even it that. was so long ago it wasn't it that was long ago like the civil rights movement was not that long ago like then people some of them are still alive like i need you to understand sorry if you if you've got people that uh that went through the um the jewish and the german the germans um holocaust 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 there are hundred there were people after that still dealing with racism and segregation and this and that in america so they're still alive today and they still remember so don't don't act like this was a thousand bc yeah because it defo was not no they like to make (laughs) they literally like to make you feel like but we've come so far why because like i'm in your class like i don't get it what because there's no like physical segregation we've come so far bitch please anyway sorry just to go back to one of your points i really want to make sure we kind of go into everything when you said um you know we don't know how to protest and we like we we were both saying that we have all this power that's unharnessed the problem is is that we focus too much on infighting within our community and it's like who's jollof rice is better Africans versus Caribbeans, Congolese people are this. Because guess what? They all see us the same. Literally, when they see us, they don't see that, oh, you're Nigerian and you're from Ghana. They just see black. They don't care. And also, when they see us, they don't see that you're black and you went to a private school. You're black and you went to a state, state school at the bottom of the league table. Nope. They don't care. They don't care what you got for GCSE. They don't care what you got for A levels. They see us all exactly the same we need to come together and unite as one people mm-hmm. in this country because that's the only way shit is going to change yeah and we've got the power to do that we just need to figure out how we're gonna find our way to getting there and it's not that hard i don't think it's that hard like if we can all come together to put a black screen on our instagrams yeah then we can come together to make a huge change. And we, we, the thing is, the support has been immense and I don't want to disregard the support that we have had from our white peers. There's support out there. So we've got the whole black community plus some. Yeah. That want to see change, that are willing to, to support us and be anti-racist. Mm. And all it takes, I think I want to encourage anyone that's listening and is thinking like, oh, like, oh, you know, change needs to come. But how? We all have ideas. Everyone has like a million ideas a day. You might be thinking of random shit. Latch onto one of your ideas and just run with it. Mm -hmm. It may seem small. It may seem insignificant, but small and insignificant things can blossom into big things that can affect change. (laughs) sorry but it is literally yeah literally it may seem small it may seem insignificant but even look at like no signal black radio it seems like something so it's like as a concept it's so simple oh it's just online radio just happens to be run by black people do you know how empowering that is yeah 
And do, how, do you know why it's even more empowering? It is. Because who listens to radio anymore? No one listens to the radio. No one. Anymore. Sorry, but, ra- but radio they've got to listen. They have brought radio back yeah. into a young generation full of Apple music and Spotify's and Tidal's. And we're sat listening to radio, hearing people speak. And mm-hmm. we're one big, huge community having fun. And they did that. Things they did, that. Mm. That's, and that's one small thing. Everyone's locked in, getting ready, looking change, looking, listen, waiting to listen to music. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even talk. Like, you managed to lock how many people to listen to this one thing? So we imagine what else we can ourselves do. ourselves better. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm so pensive. Like, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I got a lot. I got a lot of stuff. Um, I got a lot of stuff in my head. I'm I'm going off notes. We're not even on the notes. Yeah, the same. Notes. No, I I was just saying to. I don't. Even, the thing is, there's so much that I want to say. So I go, don't know. Like, go, go. I feel like, like I've been saying a lot. So where go. to go from? Let me just look at mine. <laughs> um, I want to. Also now, just call out people jumping on the bandwagon. The crickets of the world that haven't said anything. And all of a sudden, you're getting all hashtag black square. Yes, honey. Is that, is that um, like black people or other minor, um, ethnic groups? No, it's, it's the ethnic groups and the white people. But you know what? Like... My perspective has changed somewhat today because I've seen a lot of responses from um, white and non-black people. And I get that we've wanted to them, we've, we've wanted them to kind of speak up or maybe post, but I think a lot of them are confused and they don't want to seem, and I'm not speaking for all of them because some of them ain't shit. Like that's not what I'm doing. I'm not trying to do devil's advocate at all, but I'm also just trying to understand that there, there is a large group of white non-black people who want to help, but are worried about how it may come across. They may come across like they're being on the bandwagon. So they'd rather just, but then they don't realize what their silence looks like. So it's a bit like, it's a catch 22. You're kind of like, if you don't, but I just feel like, I feel like the people I see that, that post and I just think, that's fake. And I know yeah, that's yeah, fake. Yeah. Like, Especially if they've traumatised you in your former life, like been racist and yeah, stuff. And yeah, and it's just like, and I, okay, so situation last year or like some last year or the year before in a group chat, I'm the uh me and another person is black in this group chat. Well, we're both mixed race in this group chat and someone's put in a screenshot and one of the white people in the group chat and it's them saying the N-word. And it's like multiple times that they've said it, they've searched it and they've put it into the group chat. Wait, and what? So are they, are they calling the person out or what? So, no, so there was just, I, I can't even remember. I would just remember, I can't even remember the context of how it got into the group chat. But I was just like wow, you guys just sat there and allowed this person to say this word and they're all coming at me with them. No, they were young. They don't understand. Da, 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 da. Okay, but today, now you want to post your black squares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Sorry, guys, I'm rolling my shoulders back. And no, I'll get... yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you want no, to post yeah. your black squares. Don't post it. Because where was you mm-hmm. when 
when when your peer, your best mate, Mm-mm. was using profanities. <laughs> But Where this is the point. This pull, is the point. Like Rihanna said, like pull them pull up. up. Why yeah. are people? Like, I was ready to pull up, and I pulled up, and I said what I had to say. Didn't fucking get to no one, but I know I said what I had to say, and I stood up for my no, people. Hundred percent. But this is the point that we said earlier, especially in this country. They make you feel like what you're saying is insignificant. It's yeah. not a big deal. Like Amber, they say that in rap. Oh, music. they were seventeen. It's not bad. Seventeen. He did seventeen. Sorry, but from age of like ten. Not even 10, like 8, you know what's right and what's wrong. No, but you know what, um, Amber? It's weird calling you Amber. Like, why so formal? <laughs> you know, it's so weird. Like, you never say anyone's name. All of a sudden, it's all Amber, Amber. Anyway, what's weird is, like, it's not, it's not even the fact that the person was 17. I appreciate that they might have been young, but they're trying to make it as an excuse why don't you say, you know, appreciate, appreciate they were young, but yeah, hundred percent, you're totally right. That is wrong. Like looking back, I wish I was educated. Or That's all. All we're asking for you is to acknowledge nobody's going to get it right a hundred percent of the time. And you know what? I just want to pause and make it clear that racism is not just white on black because black people can be racist too. Let's just say that we all can have our moments where we say something that is off the cuff. It's um, not politically correct. I'm guilty of that, especially Mm. when it comes to like, I struggle with the whole like fat thing, (laughs) which is like, it's irrelevant. But sometimes I might say something and then, you know, you accidentally kind of call someone fat and it's like, oh, it's not appropriate. It's not nice. But acknowledge it. Oh, do you know what my my favorite is? What? (laughs) Sorry, you feel offended. Oh my god, please. That 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 is that personally, personally, that's my favorite line. Sorry, you feel that is not an apology. That is you saying, um, I'm not really sorry for what I said, but I'm sorry that you've been offended by like "Mm." But you know what? Like, I'm just at a point where I got smoke for everyone. I'm ready. That I told you this earlier. There's this one girl on my Instagram. I've been looking at her page every day. I'm ready for her to post something Black Lives Matter related because I'm gonna. I got smoke for her, but she hasn't, so she's lucky. So I can't say shit. <sighs> but I'm ready. No, we got to, we got to pull up. We got to pull people up, and it's not just non-black people. I had this guy. Um, that I have actually honestly lost a lot of respect for. And I've lost a lot of respect for people, a lot of people for a number of different reasons, the way they've responded, reacted to the things they've said. But he posted something on his story, which was like, um, you people so scared of police brutality, but tell me what the number one killer of black people in the community, like basically the way he worded it was trying to allude to the fact that black people kill black people more than the police kill black people. And I was like, this was like on them days when I was on smoke. I'm still yeah. on smoke, but I was more like ready to fight anyone. So I said in the DMs, I was like, look, like, this is not I said, that, That's literally what I said, because I was like, I'm not going to come with paragraphs. All I said is this ain't it, bro. And he was like, no, but tell me. I said, look, like, you're conflating two separate issues. And that's not what we're addressing. We're not trying to say there aren't issues within the black community and crime and all of that, which if we really dig deep is actually a byproduct of racism due to 
black people being put in those positions where they mm-hmm. are disproportionately disadvantaged and in those disadvantaged impoverished areas which leads to more crime but anyway that's a story for another day and there are many books in which you can read and educate yourselves on why white supremacy and white privilege has pushed black people into these positions and there's only a few few small percentage that are able to actually climb up and become the privileged people in that group I'm a fine books to recommend to you guys you can read. But anyway, back to the point. As I look, you're conflating two issues. What we're addressing right now is police brutality and Black Lives Matter. And I was kind of like, you know, when you're going back and forth with someone and I'm like, okay. The last thing I said, I was like, look, I'm not going to go be going back and forth with you. And he was really like trying to be like wrong and strong. And then I think afterwards he posted and he's still like, rah, you lot are really going for me in my DMs. And da, da, da. It's not funny. And it's for me, what gets me is he has, he'll have white people that follow him. Yeah. He'll have non-black people who follow him that will now be empowered and encouraged to run with that reckless rhetoric. And they'll be like, yeah, but even your own people say that it's got nothing exactly. to do with the police and it's black on black crime. And it's just like... Exactly. That, I think that is really... It's just cool shit. Because like, it's like, where, where are you at? Like, how, how did you... We're here. How did you get over there? And for what reason? Why? Who are you tap dancing for? Like this Uncle Tom. Who are you tap dancing for? Like, listen, I don't care. I've been going ham with posts and I got people from my workplace that follow my stories and I'm sure they're feeling hot under the collar. Mm. You know what? I don't care because this is me. Surprise, I'm black. <laughs> Hello. I literally know. <laughs> I literally feel like we're living in a time where I've just taken off my mask and everyone's like, <gasps> it's a black girl. It's like, no, 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 surprise. I'm black. Like, I'm losing followers. I'm loving it. I'm even loving it because maybe my engagement will go up because half of you lot don't even like my shit anyway. So <laughs> if I lose followers and I have a more engaged following, it's better. But I have to speak up for what is right because it's wrong like I can't read stuff and not pull people up Mm. and you know what I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to when the hype dies down and people go back to giving their money to pretty little thing they go back to giving their money to off-white they go back to giving their money to companies and brands that have showed us time and time again they're not here for us because you know what I'm gonna be in the comments Mm. and I'm gonna be like hello sir I've literally been fighting everyone in the comments. Like, I'm literally on like Instagram. Is like I'm like, why one? Why are you praising fish for swimming? Like that is yeah. really annoying me. Oh my yeah. god! And from black people, like, thanks so much for all this pose. Like, you don't yeah. understand. And it's like, hell- oh, I'm thanking you for not being racist. It's dumb. Like what, it's what? Dumb. and then people like don't like don't comment, you know, you can you can thank people for and it's like but you're thanking them for being someone that they should be anyway. Someone said it's like thanking your husband for not cheating. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what it is like. Like I don't understand. So I, I went off in a comment. I, I didn't feel bad. I just felt quite liberated to be honest. Oh god, I went it makes off me feel on great. Um, I went off on, I saw it, no, um, In The Style. I, I, blood, I hate that brand, first of all. Oh, my God. I, I always knew they were like, oh, they And do you, do you, think they, you think they're so, they think they're so smart? 
taken off the comments on this and that, mate. I pulled up in the DMs, like... Right, so they deleted it. So I actually screenshotted it because I knew this shit would happen. So they they posted um, this post. You've got a white girl and another girl that passes as white, but maybe is mixed race. And they're wearing these white Fruit of the Loom t-shirts with (laughs) two hands that come together, making a heart shape, one black, one white. Right, so you're talking about black and white people coming together, yet you have two white girls on the page no black girl okay that makes sense right fine so their caption was some of us may never truly understand or know what it is to be treated differently because of the color of our skin but we hear you we see you and we promise we stand with you in light of recent devastating events we've created a charity tea with the message i hear you i see you i stand with you with 100 percent of profits from the sale of these teas being donated directly to the man, I can't breathe, being donated directly to the George Floyd Memorial Fund, which will support George Floyd's family in ongoing court battles to seek justice for George. So they deleted the post, so I can't go and read my comment verbatim, but I basically said, like, are you fucking serious? Like, you're going to have this thing. You ain't got a black girl on this. You ain't got a black girl on your page neither. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about donating the profits. I was like, what's your profit margin? I was like, what's your profit margin? Because don't, we don't want profits. Just yeah. donate with your chest and say what it is. Because I need people to understand like that whole donating profits thing is misleading. If they make 20p off a tea, they're donating 20p per tea. Someone said on Twitter, like, this in the style thing really grinded my gears. And I posted about them in my story. Like you, like, like you said, like you, there is not one black face on your Instagram. How can you stand with us? They've that, never collaborated with a black influencer. That doesn't make sense to me. One, two, someone said on Twitter, instead of donating profits, why don't you donate the money you're going to spend on manufacturing yeah. these t-shirts and donate like, that instead? It's all smoke and mirrors. Like they're not donating the profits. They're, they're going to donate a portion shit. of the profits. They're trying to profit. They're literally trying to profit off our trauma. Do you think I'm going to buy that shit and where I'm going to walk around with a t-shirt that says, I hear you, I see you, I stand with you? What's that going to do for me and my future generation? And thirdly, they stole that image from a graphic designer. Oh, did they? Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I should have screenshot that. They stole it. That wasn't even theirs from the beginning. Credit, where's the credits? Listen, I need influencers to stand up and speak because like black influencers are not treated how they deserve to be treated you're seeing a lot of bigger black influencers you had uche you had grace speak out and say you know like black influencers are not getting paid or they're getting paid 70 percent less than white we see it through the collaborations it's Mm -hmm. always with the same white or passing as white looking influences the ones that go on the trips it's always the same you might have a token black one here a token black one there but they're not getting paid they're not getting the accolades they're not getting the respect you go on the social pages it tells you everything you need to know yeah black people are creating some sick content that deserves to be reposted they and are they won't repost it ass. honestly like 
and better content than just sitting in their mirror with uh, half their titty hanging out like we we are like there are some amazing creators out there I'm not even being funny and I'm not even trying to toot my own horn, but I did a Bershka lookbook and that wasn't sponsored. I bought the shit myself because I was like, I wanted to do something that's like kind of lounge, dressy loungewear that you can wear at home. And I did that and I didn't do it because I was looking for accolades or I was looking for reposting, but I posted it on Instagram, posted on Twitter, tagged them in both places. And they replied to me on Twitter saying, thanks for sharing with us. <laughs> a bitch couldn't get a retweet like because i'm not worthy of being on their page why would you not like as a brand think about it it's free marketing i'm marketing your clothes why All would you free. not retweet why would you not retweet unless you're actually telling me this does not fit our aesthetic for our page mm. that's what they're saying and you know what we're going to see in the aftermath of this we're gonna see campaigns oh and we're gonna see black people and i'm gonna be looking at some of the black people that decide to accept some of this stuff sideways of course because i was talking to myself and i said when i blow because it's not an if it's when and these brands come knock, knock, knocking in my DM and my inbox. I'm going to be showing say, them the receipts yep i want to show them the receipts in 20 june 2020 yeah yeah but like, 2020 mark it down need to now be so i have to use this analogy again the rosa parks of the fashion industry we need to stop giving money to these brands that just do not care we have to stop and luckily for our listeners we will be accumulating a list of brands that you can swap out yeah yeah, yeah. For the brands that don't care and are jumping on the bandwagon and are using our trauma, using our situation as a PR and marketing opportunity. We are, we are not opportunists. Like we're not people that you can take and use for your own benefit. Yeah. We have feelings and we are human. People got to stand up. Like You've got to be asking these brands, can you show me the diversity in your team? You interview want to collaborate questions. with me. Sorry, you want to coll- yeah, no, even interview questions. I was just going like onto work interview questions. How many people are within the workplace? Great. And how many of those people are black? Okay. How many complaints has HR had that Literally. to do with <laughs> racial issues? How do you support your like, black what's your stance? Like we need to know. We need to. We just like you said. We need to create our own world that just empower black people and we generate money and everything back into our community and back into ourselves. We need black real estaters. We need black house developers. We need black banks. We need black teddy bear makers. We need black bedmakers, yeah. wardrobe, we black, black IKEA. We need black everything. Point blank. And there's, period. A, there's no reason why we can't. Not we at all. We are so intelligent. And some of the things I see on Twitter of like these young people creating, and I just think, wow, like the talent, the intelligency, like we've got the opportunity to do that. We can do that. I don't see why we shouldn't. I'm literally sweating. <laughs> I also, though, wanted to call out. Uh, um mark jacobs yeah he can get my coin mark jacobs can take my money 
Um, so if you guys don't know, obviously all the looting going on and Mark Jacobs was like, that's fine. Like products can be replaced. Lives can't. And yeah. it's just like, this, this is what speaking up is. This is what standing with us is. Yeah. No, literally, literally. And I think it's a direct, <laughs> sorry, it's a direct contrast to, um, Virgil, the owner of off white brand who will be cancelled after this because he went on this like big rant online i think one of his friends has a store and it's like a streetwear brand and he was chatting shit like oh you people just ruining your community streetwear is the i can't even remember what he was saying because it didn't even make sense he was trying to say he's like this is why i said streetwear is dead because i think he said that in an interview maybe like last year just but at the time when he said it, that I thought that was like an intellectual conversation talking about the evolution of fashion, but he brought it up in a debate about a store being looted, which made no sense, but whatever. Um, and he was basically going ham, like condemning the looters and saying they're trash and how are you doing this to the community? And the friend, the person whose store it is, took the exact same stance as Mark Jacob and said, no, I understand people are angry, people are frustrated. It's all right, we good. We got insurance for that. Mm. but oh no Virgil did not stop there <laughs> he proceeded um to donate which ah. you know you would think that's absolutely amazing you know donating to a cause yep we all should be doing um and he screenshotted the donation which is great you know we we like receipts right we like to come on bring the receipts um, we we're always here for receipts so Virgil donated 50 dollars and thought it was fitting to actually screenshot it and post it on his social media page. I need you to put it into context. I donated $50 to one fund. And that's just one fund. I'm not, I don't have a brand. I'm not employed by Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I'm not rubbing shoulders with Kanye West. Like you've got money. And as a black person, it's absolutely disgusting. And as the more the story developed, the more I just feel sick and want his brand to be cancelled for life because they showed like pictures of his um of his staff and of their previous Christmas party. And I don't want I don't people. want people uh, yeah, I don't want people to get it twisted like I'm saying I don't like white people. It's not that I don't like white people. As a black person, when you afforded the opportunity to reach a level of success and excellency that is only like dreamed of. It is your responsibility to open the door to your people mm-hmm. and give people a ladder and help them up and not close the ladder, close the door and push the ladder down behind you and yeah. then be like acting like you made it. And it's like, oh, I'm in society because the white people you are mixing with, they're silent on the situation. They're not even there for you, Verge. <laughs> you could be pulled over. No, like on like on G and them, like on G and them, you can be pulled over. And do you think the police officer is going to be like, oh my God, it's Virgil? No. Bitch, they don't know you. If an officer in a state can pull over the black female state attorney and not realize who she is in the state, what makes you think they're going to like know who you are? Don't be stupid. But these it's are the just people with, behavior. within the community. But this is, like you said, due to like white supremacy and stuff that's come filtered down into our community that think they're better than yeah. the others. 
that's you're that's literally what you're not, be- you're, not be- you're not better than like i'm not american but i'm in london saying light it up <laughs> i'm not even a violent person yeah I don't even but think I've been. Those who been don't hear must feel. They must feel. They must feel because we've talked, we've protested, we've millions of times. We've done this. We think, okay, we're going to vote. We're going to do this. Listen, they're not hearing these people. What you want a performance? We're going to perform for you. Don't you worry. I want to just that. just highlight what you said before that, and I just want to make this completely clear it's not a hate towards white people we don't hate white people no, this this isn't what people. it's about and this is about being noticed and being appreciated and being acknowledged as a person mm-hmm. as a human being not as someone for their skin color that's what it is because you know what i just eat this just now a lot of us are just a tick box we're the black friend that they reference when they're trying to get out of jail Oh, I've got when they need that, yeah, yeah. When they need that, get out of jail card. I'm not like, yeah. and that's us. My neighbor's black. I'm not racist. The I think you'll find that me. <laughs> the neighbor one gets me. Like, how many times you've been to aunties? How many times you said hi to auntie? Well, you know what? We're going to take it to another level, but the black boyfriend one. Oh, it's problematic. And we've seen, you know, a lot of people call out like, oh, all the white girls and Hispanic girls that love Black D, where you're Asian girls. I want to hear from you. And I've seen some horrific responses from white women saying, So what if I want mixed race babies? It's not my responsibility. What's it got to do with me? Am I, what, just because I like Black D doesn't mean I need to come out and be Martin Luther King. And I'm like, yo... The only reason they feel confident enough to say this is because of their black D giving boyfriend black men. Yeah. and not putting them straight and not saying yeah. anything. But you know like, what? I, I blame the black men that give these women the platform to chat shit because yeah. I'm not against interracial relationships at all, but I feel like for me, and my mum's made jokes like, oh, like, oh, just, you know, like talking about being single, like, oh, go with a white person. And I'm like, no. And my main reason is because I don't want to have to explain my blackness. Yeah. Because I even like my history, for anyone who doesn't know, I don't know why I'm exposing myself, but I've dated quite a few guys that are not from Africa. And even that for me, in a way is a bit of a stretch because I feel like there's elements of my African culture that need to be explained. And I just want to be in a relationship where I'm just truly understood. But if you are going to be, make a conscious decision to date outside of your race and outside of your culture, it is your responsibility to make sure your partner understands and sees you. Mm. You don't hide, you don't tone down your blackness to be accepted by them because that's clear. That's clearly what's happening. They're not having conversations to open up the person's eyes to the issues that they face. Yeah. And that's the problem. So I blame the men and then I also don't feel sorry for them. Either. I don't feel sorry for you because it's your own fault. Um, it's your I own was, fault because you're not doing it the right way. I was watching... Um, this series on Amazon Prime, Little Fires Everywhere. And oh, I watched it. So good. Recommend everyone to go. Really and watch that. recommend everyone to just see white privilege, 
Mm. Um, and how it's very subtle as well. It's really subtly done, but it's done like it's so realistic. Mm-mm-mm. It's and powerful. Done, it's realistic and powerful. And I mentioned it because there's a situation there where there's a white girl and a black boy, and there's some racial issues that happen, and he pulls her up on it. Mm-hmm. And I just think like that's what you have to do, and it doesn't even need to be an argument. It literally just needs to be like a sit down, like, babe that's not right and then explain these are the reasons why it's not right like we should be having these open conversations with our partners with our friends our peers like we should be able to sit them down and be like okay you said this i'm just gonna educate you now and just let you know it's not right and these are the reasons why it's not right like a lot of these people like you said they actually just don't know which is a bit ridiculous but they don't know and it's it's it shouldn't be our place to teach them but if you've got that opportunity and they're willing to understand and learn it doesn't need to be a long thing it yeah. just needs to be a short conversation and but we need if to they want to be with you they've got to be willing yeah and even if those conversations willing. are uncomfortable you have to have them that is the only way that change is going to happen you need to have these uncomfortable conversations and if that means that like you break up or you you and your friends break up and stuff then so be it why would you want to be with someone or why would you want to be friends with someone that just isn't willing to understand you legit we need to start making these changes in our lives this is only the beginning and i'm so oh i'm excited for the conversations man you know who surprised me piers morgan I haven't, I've seen it a lot, but I haven't, I haven't actually watched it. So my mum watches um, Good Morning Morning Britain every day. And it's as if like he's been dunked in a pool and been baptised and he's born again. Like he is a new person. And the only two points I'd highlight, because I wouldn't say like I watch it a lot enough to give a lot of examples, but he wrote an article for the Daily Mail, which is quite big, that they actually published it on the Daily Mail. Basically supporting not necessarily supporting the violence like obviously he's saying like the looting and violence you know it is extreme but he understands why people feel Mm. that way and condemning trump for the way that he's responding so he wrote that piece and i was like wow this is amazing like he basically said like yeah the guy was murdered by the cops like what do you expect kind of Mm. thing and then this morning which when you guys are listening to this it should be like on tuesday he had a panel of four black people and he was listening to them and allowing them to speak. And, and if speak you know Piers Morgan, he don't let anyone speak on <laughs> that show. He don't let anyone speak. And he closed it because I just caught the closing arguments and he was saying, you know, it's clear that a lot of us have got a lot of work to do and we don't understand the black British experience and the racism that people are facing. And we need to start having these conversations. Like yeah. shit's happening and we don't know. Mm. and boy that's amazing like i know all the racists are shaking in their boots right now like i think all of them are struggling to sleep because they are just confused about how like people that they supported realize that they're anti-racist and they're like oh wait not you you're supposed to be with me yeah you're supposed to be racist with me no people ain't trying to be racist we ain't here for that racist shit you racist you get your ass beat like i i i love writing i love this song I love this on Twitter when racist people are getting their ass. It's my favorite. Turn the volume up. (laughs) (laughs) Can you listen to it again? 
no it's literally like turn the volume up reload it like this is my shit i like, saw a literally. meme on twitter and honestly i was in hysterics and it's squidward and it's like when racists close their eyes and see black and then it was like squidward's eyes were like red coming out of it so it was like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally, literally. like literally um but do you know um what i think a lot of people have been shocked about is people like the black people coming out and saying being black means having to mm-hmm. search countries to see what the racism's like being oh. black. I'm not going to Australia and I've said this like there's nothing in Australia for me because them racist Mm. I know it. I don't need to be in, like, honestly, that is what it is. I'm scared to go to Australia. I'm scared to go to Poland. Yeah. (laughs) And this this is what being black is. If anyone wants to know why, (laughs) there should be still, there's a Reggie Yates documentary on BBC iPlayer when he goes to Poland. And I give him credit for doing that documentary because you could not pay me to do that when you've got the Nazis getting all get out, nigga this, get out. Sorry for using fancies, but get out that, like, no you couldn't pay me to do that documentary listen there are some countries that i'm not going to like why would i leave my comfort of my home where there's rice and stew and i'm comfortable to go and pay and you're to make myself feel yeah to make myself feel uncomfortable in next man's country like no thank you and even like i won't even obviously poland isn't not to say it's in extreme it sounds rude but let's say for example I say I would go to France or I would go to Italy, but there are like small provinces where they probably don't see black people. Mm. I'm not going to go set my foot there. So they'd be be looking at me like, no, 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 no. Like being, oh my God, I just thought about it because we have an award ceremony. Maybe we need to get into it, which is like giving awards to the biggest fools of the year. But Ovi posted, because I was what I was about to say was like being black is dangerous in relation to traveling. Then I remembered what he posted. Oh my God. So his contribution to discussions when everyone was like calling people to speak, which I don't agree with because you know, you need to give people time to process their thoughts. Mm, and think about what they want to yeah, say. Yeah, because when, when they were calling people out, even though I'm nobody and nobody was calling me out, I felt pressured, like, shit, yeah, I need course. to come up with my statement. And it took me a few days to really just process things. So I don't agree with calling people out. But anyway, people were calling celebrities, like, wow, oh, this person's been silent, like, their silence is deafening. And he posted this picture of somebody. <laughs> It's a fucking joke. He posted a picture of somebody holding up a doormat, which says, what did it say? It's like being black is dangerous, but it's lit as fuck. And it's like, can you read the room? Being black is dangerous, but it's lit as fuck. As in what's lit about it that you might die? Like, I don't... (laughs) And it's, it's like IQ level where, like... It's again, how are we here and you've managed to get over there? Like, how did you... Like, I would rather you just post Black Lives Matter with a heart and just like, if you don't have anything like sensible to contribute to the discussions, keep it simple, keep it light. Mm. Just keep it safe. You went to go and... like, And I think, you know what it is? Because this Black Lives Matter is not the first time we've had this movement and people just think it's like, it's a blow oh, over, again, like yeah. it's come in, I add my contribution. He's thinking I'm on Twitter. So it's like, you know, a bag of memes, like, oh, they're going to love it. And you had the dirty, the 
dutty girls. I don't know if they're roasting because you've been in lockdown for like two months under it, posting love hearts. Oh, I love you so much. What are you looking for? Because you need to call things out. I call it how I see it. Ovi, you're gorgeous. Yeah. You're gorgeous. You went to school in my area. I feel like in another life, maybe me and you, you could have been my husband. I could have enlightened you. I could have made you woke, but unfortunately didn't pan out that way. But that's not going to stop me from calling you out and saying what you're saying is wrong. Yeah. Like, why do we like, because somebody is nice or because somebody's like a celebrity or because someone's an influencer, it's we almost like correct you that. give them a blind, you give them a blind, you don't say like where they're doing things are wrong. Like I give him, he gets an award for being dutty. Tiny Temper gets an award for being dutty because around the same time he's posting, oh, we need to look at ourselves and how we treat ourselves Ugh. again and going like, into this get out of it's your... a different issue like it's a different issue we will come saying, to that literally when we when 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 globally people see us yeah like, then we will come into our community right we've now we've got, got, we got bigger to fish to fry we've got to sort one and deal with like and it's not even necessarily sort one because we might not sort it overnight and we can probably sort the two out concurrently. But the discussion is about police brutality, Black Lives Matter and racism. Mm. Why are you going all over here with your caps lock? Because you did it in caps lock yeah, as well. So- for anyone who's going to forget. D- chat that bunch of shit ended up deleting it, I think. Then he comes up with a freestyle rapping on a two-pack beat. Do you need tap? Do you need tap shoes, young Tom? Because I, you're just not Uncle Tom. You're young Tom. You want to tap dance for them? What are you doing? What are you like? I don't under, I don't understand. Like, is it a sellout thing? Is it a confusion thing? Are you like in a movie? Are you in the Get Out movie and they've given you a chance to come and speak and you're a bit confused? Like, I just I don't get it. Because every other black person seems to get it. Mm. Someone else I want to give a full Dutty award, award to. <laughs> to. Uh, Shakina Joe in America crying about the Gucci oh, yeah. store. Yeah. Does Gucci pay your bills? I reposted that and I posted the picture where Gucci made the black face sweater. Because she's like, what did Gucci ever do to y'all? It's like what? Like you promote blackface like, to make money in these brands that like actually don't care about you and will never At care all. about you and do not At see all. you. Like just like none of this makes sense. Like, I don't un- like in that moment in time. I'm like, are you actually that stupid? Like, how is- about they don't even want us to wear their clothes, probably, and you lot aren't even like woke to it. I'm literally just about to check a brand. Of course they did. Tommy Hilfiger. Don't fucking post about our shit. <laughs> I said, of course they did. All of them racists are coming out with their hot takes. And when Tommy Hilfiger said, I don't want to see black people in my clothes. They yeah, don't want to see us wearing I was, it. I was already pissed off at, um, who was, who led the catwalk? I want to say Imran. It wasn't Imran. There was a black person, but even like, what's that? Look on my head. I can't even speak. What's that actress? The skinny, light-skinned one. She's in Euphoria. Zendaya. Like when I see these black people, yeah, 
doing campaigns with racist, openly racist brands like Tommy Hilfiger, it gets me mad because you're giving them more power. Mate. And now like you're here it. posting your black boxes. You don't... But where... Yeah. You don't even want us wearing your clothes, like... It's like, just keep that same energy. And it's like what your mom said. We don't know how to process. We don't know how to mobilize ourselves. We don't know how to focus. And you know what it is? It's the social media age makes us forget things because something else comes up and you forget. Mm -hmm. Like, if you remember what um, L'Oreal did to Monroe, um, I forgot the said Bergdorf, or I don't want to butcher it, when they sacked her or dropped her off a campaign for speaking out against racism and the treatment... Mm -hmm. And but then, what people Viola coming Davis. up doing L'Oreal? People coming up doing L'Oreal match. Viola Davis coming. Like. I was really angry at Viola Davis. I mean, I didn't even watch that. I didn't. I, I didn't watch, watch that video. What did she say? Oh, I, I didn't watch it. it. Are you mad? Oh. I'm not supporting that. You think you want to get my <laughs> views, my full however long the video is? I'm not giving you that so you can monetize off it. Nah, it's not happening. And the thing is, I've seen a lot of people in the beauty industry like call them out and I'm like yes but one person I want to give a what's the opposite of Dutty award like a godsend award to yes, it's my godsend. husband John Baker <laughs> literally I hope he's eating today because he no he gave he gave us time of calling he he said it how it is but you know what secretly I think he opened up the floodgates for all of us to speak. Because he took he took it to a level that none of us are even at yet. No, I don't think I I don't know of maybe because I'm young, but I've in my years of being on this earth or whatever, I've not seen a celebrity literally be no. like, Don't watch my films then. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, sorry at for his swearing. Yeah. At his level. And that's what you call being anti-racist. I don't care if this means I'm never getting a film in my life. Check, I'm yeah. standing up for what is right. What is right, yeah. Because if I think of like maybe the Idris Elbers of the world, they all just come on and be like, hi, people, my black people, you know, like, that yeah, we got all of, all of that, all of that. Because I think he did the similar thing with like COVID when he came out, did a statement, <laughs> did a statement saying he has COVID and saying, yeah. Oh my God, with his wife sat next to him. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what they were saying, but they're just chatting shit, like black people sat and sat. Anyway, I think, yeah, John gave us our voice. That was a catalyst for, for, for people to speak out. As black Brits, yeah. Well, I think when he did that, everyone was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck the check. <laughs> No, literally, I don't mind. I mm. really don't mind. Like, I dare anyone to pull up my tweets and ask me, did I say that? I'll be like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. In the HR's office, I'll be like, yeah, I did, because it's facts. Yeah, I'm ready. Light it up now. All of it. And do you know who else I was it? Billie Eilish. Did you read her post? I did read her post, yeah. I think I'm really here for white people with privilege and big platforms doing mm. the right thing mm-hmm. there's, there's many really of them good. i've seen many examples jesse like... De- jesse j was a really good example she did videos on her um ig story speaking mm. up about it i mean we don't have to give chrissy teigen accolades because she does that all the time I, always speaking up, unprovoked as well <laughs> like literally i love it literally <laughs> 
<laughs> my mom's like who's Chrissy Teigen I'm like girl this is a long story <laughs> literally unprovoked like there are countless like good examples of people but I just hate when I, I just hate when they're doing the all lives matter thing like why are you forcing it Mm. there's we have the info infographs you know the one i'm sure everyone's seen it of the burning house like your house is burning you the water needs to go on your burning house yes all houses matter but Mm. right now there's a burning house and we're going to focus on it it doesn't Mm. mean that your house isn't important it doesn't mean that your house isn't like sacred and shouldn't be put on a pedestal it should in fact you know what all houses are equal but right now it's this house and there's another example of like um if one of your friends is got a cut and is bleeding are you going to go around to all the people that don't have cuts and give them a plaster first Mm. because all arms all bleeding arms or non-bleeding arms matter like it's so simple and people just want to force it like it's as if to say they're going to use lose blood if they post black lives matter or something bad this will is, happen to them this like, is what i i find so like i'd rather you not post stand like as well so i'm kind of contradicting myself here with saying oh people not posting i see you, but it's no people who were posting it's like you're being fake but it's also like this is where I'm contradicting myself. Like, it's not that difficult to just support the movement either. Like, you will not die. You will not lose sleep. You will not lose money from just a little hashtag here and there. I have fully contradicted myself here, I am aware. But, like... No, I get it. But there's... It's, 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 it's really... Like, it is difficult. You can't say either or. You Like, there's no... In this thing, there's no right or wrong. And sometimes, like, you do, you're damned. You don't, you're damned. Mm. Um, but I think everyone just got to do, everyone's got to do what feels authentic for them. So if people feel like, you know, they're not going to speak up because they don't want to come across a certain way or they don't have a confidence, fine. Like, who am I? I'm, I'm a speak. Yeah. I'm a speak for me and mine. If you don't want to, that's up to you. But like, I've literally, I've been in bits the last couple of days. I cry unprovoked every minute, just standing. Like I was buttering my toast. I started crying. And you know what I was crying for? I was crying for my future husband and my future son. Because that's what, like, that's actually what it's about. Yeah. It's about, I was crying, imagining what it's like to be a mother and be at home shook. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know your child is going to come or you're calling your child and they're not picking up and you're worried. Mm -hmm. This is the reality. This is what it's about. It's not just about this one minute sensationalized on the news. It's big. We're all jumping on the bandwagon like, whoa, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I might get a day off like to clear my head and whatnot. Fine. But the fight continues because it's not just about now. Mm. it's about the future and what you're actively going to do to continue this fight because yeah. right now it's great the right now what we needed was awareness to be made and we we've the awareness is there. people are aware and they know and now yeah. it's moving forward but what i also want and and you probably need to post this on Twitter. If anyone's listening and they know, please let me know. Actually, no, this is what I was going to do. I wanted to message Mike um, from Love Island, the black police officer, because mm. I need a black police officer to come out and explain to black British men what their rights are. Yes. 
more people need to be aware of what their rights are if they're being stopped and searched or being forcefully handcuffed. I watched a horrific video of someone I know being, um, they were stopped like, in the middle of London. The police officer was quite aggressive, threatened to um, smash the window. Didn't catch that part on camera, but they spoke about it. And basically, like, didn't even ask him his name, didn't even read him his rights, just handcuffed him. Yeah. What are um, you detaining me for? Literally. And they're like, oh, there might, they're like, there might be drugs in the car or a knife. Okay, based on what intel? What information? Like, what is your intel like? Because you saw two black guys in do-rags driving a nice car. Yeah, they must have got to be drug dealers. Oh, because do-rags are scary. Oh, you don't realise that the barbers are closed and everyone's hair looks a mess and no one wants to go out looking rough so they're going to wear a do-rag. And this is just a lack of knowledge of culture and understanding. It's a lack of of understanding. And I also feel, I feel bad because I've been part of a system that has conditioned me to think like that as well, to think, you know, people who wear do-rags are thugs, you wear hoods, you're a thug. When actually these could be people that work in the city. And on the mm-hmm. weekend, they're wearing a tracksuit because it's comfortable. Yeah, and I, I completely agree with you. I feel like I've been conditioned to think that way as well. And it hurts me to admit that. It hurts. Because they're my people. We have, but we have to admit it. I remember at work, like, um, again, like my company's small. And I think I was maybe the third black girl at the time. And now there are more. And a new black girl came. And, you know, she came. Her hair was laid. Yep. Two days later, she changed her wig. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oof. I was like, go off, sis. Like, do you? Then two days later, she changed it again. I swear to God, within a two-week period, she showcased her whole wig collection. Mm. And I was a bit like, not, I, I think I was judging. Yeah, because and it's maybe like, a part of me, Yeah, a part of me was, maybe I was even jealous somewhat that she has the confidence to not even be scared that they're going to ask her, what is it? Is it a wig or is it this? And mm. I had to check, I had to check myself. Yeah. And she even inspired me to change my hair midweek on a Wednesday because you know what? I don't want long hair anymore. I want short hair. Yeah. And we've got to normalize these things and snap out of conforming for what we think society believes is professional. Or I feel what is like the that. look. Yeah. I don't have it with my looks, but like, the way I speak when I'm obviously in work, you're not going to use slang and this and that, Mm. but I always feel like at work I've got this. I'm the only, well, my team is small anyway, as it is, it's just literally three of us, my boss, colleague, whatever me, but in the office we share with another company, I'm the only black girl. And I always feel like the minute I feel like I've let myself go a bit, I'm like, bring it back back in. Like, I, as you guys know, if you listen to us, always speak in a Cockney accent. And I think I use that as my relaxed tone mm. because I don't want to use my natural relaxed tone, which might be a bit. No. Which might call, which they might call ghetto or black or yeah. I don't want. So I go off getting all like babe getting in my gc bag mm. because i'm trying to want to relax because i'm in the office it's fine i don't need to use my work voice i'm not around clients but i don't feel comfortable enough to relax because i'm gonna get judged but you know what i want to talk about <clears throat> i want to talk about the different voices of black 
because you've all got different voices depending on what room you're yeah. in. I was literally, I had to grab myself because earlier today I called our cousin Danelle. I haven't spoken to her in a while. So I thought I'll just check in on her. I kid you not. Let me even just replicate how I spoke on the phone because it's di- completely different to how I speak on the podcast and even completely different to how I speak. So yeah. Different. Completely different to how I speak at home. Completely different to how I speak at work. I was literally like, yo, Maggie, what are you saying? I was like, okay, like, so how's, uh, so like, what's it, what, um, what's happening with the uni stuff then? Yeah. All right, then. Cool. Anyway, rah, this Corona stuff's mad. Anyway. Yeah. yeah like we'll soon link up. I come off the phone then I'm going back to work and I'm like a different yes, person. Susan. <laughs> like, literally it's, it's actually crazy as a black person, you are performing. Yeah. But the thing is as well, cause we've been conditioned to feel like we have to be sp- we need to speak in a certain way to be respected, to be heard. From when I was young, I live in a, I wouldn't say predominantly white area, but I live in quite a kind of whitish area. I love that. She literally lives near Highgate. And she's saying, I wouldn't say I live in a predominantly... (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't say, bitch, you do. (laughs) We both do, if we're being do. honest, like, let's yeah. just keep it real. And so all my friends, I've always been the black girl in my friendship mm. groups. So I'm, so I'm like, got loads of friends, I'm in all my little groups. But my mum's always been like, you need to remember that you are not the same as them. You mm-hmm. need to speak in a certain way. You need to hold yourself in a certain manner because they will look, you're different as it is. So you can't give them any more anything Mm. else for them to judge you on and that's the way that's the way we've been brought up that's how it is it's like i need to make sure okay look well i can't change the color of my skin so i'm going to change the way i dress the way i do my hair the way i speak so i can fit in in some sort of way because mom's like either way you're still going to be penalized you're the first one they're going to look at anything happens so you need to hold yourself in a way well, you can't, and that shouldn't be mm. it. That, and I'm not saying that's not yeah, my mum's yeah. fault at all. That that's no, no, that's no, a no. protective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a way to protect your child. But it's like the fact that she had to do that. The fact that that had to happen. That needs to stop. We should be able to be ourselves, be yourself, authentic self, and be accepted yeah. for who we are. Now, I'm not saying go and speak slang every day because that's different. But I shouldn't have to put on my posh voice oh my god I'll never forget my uncle was here and um my dad's brother was here and we was all like chilling whatever and then I was going to a friend's birthday party who lives like in the posh parts and and then we were all busting jokes in the car da, 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 da. and he's like Amber as soon as we pulled up he's all oh hello hi and he never lets me forget that even now when he sees me he's like oh hello amber how are you (laughs) he was like that switch was so instant but it's like Mm. i didn't even realize realize an internalized thing that i automatically do i have a lot of respect for people that are just one way in any Mm -hmm. scenario yeah. because that's that's that is true freedom and liberation that you yeah. are just yourself You're true to yourself and i'm not saying we're not ourselves but we are switching it up a we're bit filtered. and it's and it's you know what it's actually 
it's unconscious like let's say for example i'm at home i'm talking to my mom then i'm on a work call it's not like i say all right prinny i don't look at myself in the mirror like suck myself up like you gotta get in your a game get your work voice together it is like a switch yeah and we've got many of them i I don't even know how it even works or makes sense but it's just a complete switch and a complete different person and i don't know like i wish i can just break out of it but i don't know how because it's been so internalized yeah i mean like it's such a natural thing for us that we don't realize we're doing it i was how old then well i was that was primary school time so i must have been about what 10 9 10 from so from 10 years old i already knew probably before yeah it's wild in these streets man honestly it's crazy but um I do someone there's a video going around oh what is her name I think I, I think I wrote this down I think it's Danielle Prescott I'm just going to double check it's this uh African-American woman this black woman in America oh the fashion the fashion one uh oh wait and she's like in a tennis skirt yeah the one that's like yeah just because I would um play tennis yeah. And do, yeah and she said something that really stuck by me thank you to all the white people that are so willing to learn and want to learn want to be educated but she said stop asking me because i'm tired yeah of explaining and i think that's a really good point there is now more than ever so much information out there that you can go and educate yourselves on there's books podcasts films igtvs now articles you name it there's everything out there these people they're just being obtuse like and they're trying to make it about them like one of my work colleagues and i love him to bits honestly he asked me we're on a work call and he could tell my tone is just like i'm not Mm. here for the shits he messaged me are you okay i said no he was like what's wrong do you want to talk about it like what's happening and the fact that he even asked me that i was like are you even like so you just you get it it's like because i think he thought maybe something had happened like oh maybe like a family mm. member or maybe i'm upset but they don't like, realize no, bitch. i'm like us. my people yeah i'm like my people are dying like what do you think i'm only gonna have that energy on social media then i'm gonna come to work and be normal so i said no like it's just this stuff did i explained and then he was like oh yeah did i responded then he came back in a bit he was like oh like you know like tell me like what can I do? Like, if there's anything you can suggest I read, but I feel like when they're asking you that, it's more like they're trying to make themselves feel I better. Don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, like, Oh, I know you're going through a hard time. Um, but if there's anything I can do, just let me know, like send me resources. So what I'm in all my trauma and all my tiredness, I'm going to go on Google and go and Google shit for you to tell you what to read when you can go on the Googler. Like, are you telling me you're not seeing this stuff on your timeline? Whether you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, you have seen a post with the resources. Don't come and like, give me a headache. Yeah. Because if you really cared, you'll go and do the work. Like when it's time for you to go to prepare for a job interview, oh my gosh, you've got the tea on the hiring manager. You know what he did in 1982 that time. You're ready to <laughs> recite it. So why are you acting like you can't go and find out? Like literally Google, go on Ask Jeeves. Like, 
why is everybody upset about race in 2020 you will see millions of links mm. and you go from one link to another link and you can build yourself a picture i would r- much rather if anyone wants to have a conversation with me i would much rather you read stuff and say hey you know i read this article i really want to discuss it i really appreciated the opinion on this like what are your thoughts like you know I'd, i'm happy to have discussion yeah i'm not happy for someone to ask me to spoon feed them and hold their hand through the process mm. Because like Danielle Prescott said, I'm tired. Yeah, because this isn't like the first time every year. It's, it's been happening, been trying to explain to you guys through various different ways. It is a long thing, buddy. It is. But there's Man. just something in me that I just feel like this is different this time. I do. I literally got fire on my belly. I do just really hope, though, that people, I'm just, like, praying that, and even to myself, like, I say all this, and I want people to know that, like, I'm I'm not perfect, but, like, I'm trying to work in a way where I can change, because, like everyone else, I have probably before stood up for something, and then a week later, I'm there sp- spending money at somewhere I shouldn't, or doing this, mm-hmm, doing that, mm-hmm. but, like, we need to all act, be willing to actively change. Do you know what? I was listening over to our Black is Not a Trend um, episode. And sorry, but my growth from then till now, because at the end of that episode, I said, I don't think I have the knowledge to discuss this. Yeah, I don't I think mean, I really. have the knowledge to talk about this because I don't know. Look at me now, bitch. That was only a few months ago. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. It's not that difficult. And it's basically yeah. just seeing right from wrong. So it actually isn't difficult to understand. It's just acknowledging that we are not being seen as human beings and that is making us angry. That is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can simplify the argument. You can make it as like complex and intellectual as you want. Like there's different yeah. scales of the level of conversation you want to have. But fundamentally, things have to change we're pushing for equality, we're pushing to be heard, we're pushing to be seen, we're pushing for people to actually try and understand us. Mm-hmm. To yeah. try and understand us, like, oh, I don't know. Oh. Do you know, oh, sorry, just another company I want to call out for giving mm. them a You Did That award um, is Monzo. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'll, I'll read yeah. their tweet. They wrote a tweet and I was just like, like this, this is what we need in the world. Monzo said, if you bear with me two seconds. Monzo wrote a tweet, like for other companies looking for ways to support black people and educate non-black staff about anti-black racism, we're going to public some of the training and resources we use here. Done including privilege awareness training and ways you can support your black colleagues like this should just be a law within every company that this is a training that everyone should undertake and you need to get a certificate and pass a damn exam because apparently no one seems to get it and stick to it like yeah a lot of companies just chatting shit man they're chatting shit they're pandering that and you know what it is because of covid no everyone's scared to lose their job so people aren't coming up and spilling Mm. the tea because what i want to see is a lot of employees retweeting or posting their company saying something being like this you 
Like, where were you lot at when, like, this person was bullying me and I yeah. took it to HR and no one had anything to say? Like, sorry, it just popped into my head when you said that. Amazon. Girl, I didn't want to gloss over it. It was on the list of things, but yeah, you go and explain because that is just. Have they spoken out on that, by the way? Um, I haven't even checked them because I was just like, when I get into like this weird mood, I think like I don't even want to give you my search. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. even want to add to your numbers. <laughs> like once, <laughs> once you're cancelled, you're cancelled. Like I'm not you're even cancelled. gonna like like peep you on the on the low. Do you want to explain it? Because I feel like you were really in the online discussions on that. Oh, yeah. So basically, um, Amazon, when you searched AirPods on Amazon, um, obviously some of the pictures came out. And then, so I'm just trying to find what the, I don't even want to say what the pictures said. Basically like N-word, buy this. Yeah, that's right. You N-word, buy this now. Something along those lines. Yeah. And that was the product image for hundreds of these airpods so i don't know if they why were they just airpods though like yeah that's a bit random i'm just like trying to find the link of like where's well, a racist over here because mm, black people only wear airpods or that means black people have money um which we do and um i don't know if it got hacked or whatever but it's just like such a what's the word that i'm looking for like how can you allow this to happen amazon your your trillionaire, billionaire, whatever the hell it's as owner, like how can you let this happen? How are people had access to do this mm. in such a crucial time right now? Like it's just the lack of But it's ugh. just racist being racist. Like, do these people even need like can you imagine just like being so hateful, unprovoked? Because there's this, no, why do you there's care this about video. I don't know if everyone's seen it. It's quite an old video from the times of um, like segregation. And these black kids are trying to ride their bike. And I think they ride into like a group of white people in a white neighborhood and they're throwing rocks at them and they're pushing them and spitting on them and saying, get out of here, get out of here. And then the cameraman goes to the black people to kind of follow up on the story. Mm. And they're like, I don't understand why they do this to us. Like they come into our neighborhoods and we don't bother them. Like we don't yeah. do anything. We don't do that to them. But why do they do that to us? Why do they treat us this way? And it's actually unprovoked. Yeah. We do not care about you guys. Like we're here. I'm just living my life. I'm just doing me like PO style. I'm doing me. <laughs> and you guys just come like with your comments and your get out of this country and your all black people are this. And it's like, but what? Like, why are you hurting so yeah. much that yeah. you're doing? It's different if it's like, oh, black people have done this to you or like, you know, a black person has gone and been an aggressor and you're being racist as a response. Actually, I'm not saying that's different because it's, it's bad. But do you understand what I'm trying to mm. say? Like, yeah, yeah. On, a ge- on a general scale. We haven't done anything It's unprovoked. That's like, we literally are attacked for just existing. It's mad. I don't get it. Like, it's, oh my God, it's mad. It's madness. There's this, I need to say the tweet because it's so funny. Um, And it kind of just, it just sums up the madness. Um, Oh God, where is it? This girl posts, 
my sister sent me a TikTok of a white girl crying about her parents saying George Floyd deserved to die, tearfully disowning them. There's a whole, there's a whole genre of white gen. I think she meant generation. There's a whole generation of white Gen Z kids processing in real time what's new information to them, but not to us, that their parents are sociopaths. <laughs> and the sociopaths being racist, you just woke up. It's literally, it's, it's, I think it's even a form of um, like a mental disorder, the idea of being a racist. Because no one's born that way. Like, no, no it's learned behavior. Racist. It's learned behavior. And then for you to accept that you actually must be sick in the head. <laughs> Especially at this point. I think like, I can't speak on the previous generations because there's a level of ignorance and yeah. indo- indoctrination and it's just part of the way things were back then. It's not the way things are now. Like there's a lot of old people that they're looking back to the heyday. Like <laughs> basically like looking back to the heyday when people were racist and like they didn't have to like deal with black people. It's like We're here, we're present. Like, just get over it. Someone's just um, written a tweet about Virgil. Sorry, this is so funny. <laughs> nah, sorry. Someone said Virgil was begging black creatives to support him because he knows white people won't buy from him if he's dead in the water of black culture. <laughs> and it's so true. It's true. But there was, I don't know if I was going to send it to you. Um, and I, I'm really bad at pronouncing people's names. That um, model, is it Ducky or Dookie? Fot? I don't know if her name is Fop, but that's her um, her social. D-U-C-H-I. D-U-C-K-I-E. Hi. She, um, basically, I think Virgil was going around trying to get people to speak up for him, like black people to mm. um, speak up for him in the culture, to be like, oh, he's not... Um, yeah, Virgil's been emailing streetwear brands asking yeah. them to release statements to help Virgil, in quotes, reclaim his blackness. They like, obviously fuck. said no. <laughs> like, fuck that That's shit. Funny. Like, and, the thing and is, I love that people are speaking dark? up on it. Like, what made you think that no one was going to expose you? Like, these people, like, if you're going to do yeah, things like yeah, that, just be yeah. smart about it. Like, they're not even smart about their racism. Like, they're not even smart about the way they go about it. This whole people are just actually dumb and they've got no, like, mind of their own. His brand is trash anyway, man. Off-White needs to get the hell out of here. It's, like, overpriced, like, trash shit. Like, it's not... It's not futuristic. Like, you buy it people's style, you steal people's shit. Like, we've seen you do it. Like, stop. Oh, get him the hell out of here. I'm so happy. But this is, this is the thing. If you think about it, he's what? He's like creative director for Louis Vuitton men's. Mm. If Louis Vuitton was anti-racist, would they not sack him? Or would they not put a disciplinary? Or would they not or put something. distance between them and say like, you know, like we do not stand by what Virgil's done. Like we're having a word and we're having a meeting. No, these big brands, they don't even really care like that. They don't think in the right way because if if, if it was like a black owned company, they'll be like, Virgil, get the hell out of here. Like, nah, bro, that ain't it. <laughs> That's not it at all. You got to pack your lunchbox and go home, y'all. Like this ain't it, y'all. Yeah man we need to own our own shit like everyone just needs to focus on promoting the community owning our shit starting shit and supporting our own people 
so we can push ourselves to higher heights and also coming together like i think the problem is a lot of black people might start why is my voice cracking i'm actually not crying it just sounds like i am <laughs> a lot of um a lot of black people might start company and automatically they're itching like yeah that's my op that's my op that's my rival yeah. in the same sector it's like no you guys can probably make more money if you come together and like mm. promote each other and support each other and grow together because your customer base is the same like it's basically like saying oh like plt and fashion nova that's my rival that's my rival like one person can spend their money everywhere they can buy a bit here they can buy a bit there they can buy a bit there like there's no reason why not because everyone's doing something but maybe slightly different these white designers are hand in hand best best of mates like Mm. but then again that's just like bringing the community back together again on a level where we can support instead of Opposed. You always do this thing on the podcast where you do bare hand signals, and I oh, yeah, laugh so can't much. See it. When I, every time <laughs> I listen back, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a time when she was doing that dance. But it's like people have. No- yeah, it's just <laughs> silence, and I'm there moving my shoulders. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm when I speak, I'm very um, what's like active with my hands and my body. Like, I'm you know what I think. My body. You know what I think? We need to um we need to do a live. Mm. Because there's more there's there's oh my god completely we, we've j- this is the tip of the iceberg. I've got so much more to say. We're just so much more things the surface. To... You said you said that on that on our other episode. I listened back to it, I was like, I just I know, I where back we, to where it. we've come from there to hear. I even checked L Germany's page. You know, did you post with Black Square? And it was like, did they oh, post? Oh, you did post with Black Square. Did they? Oh, yeah, of racist. They're so racist. Oh, whatever. All right. Black I is think... on demand now again. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. On demand. <clears throat> My voice is like crack a crack. All right. So I think we should just put put a pause in this. Yeah. This is not. This is not a conversation just for today. This is a conversation that's going to keep happening. Every we're probably going to come back next week thing. and we're going to have more discussions or a different angle. Um, I do just want to end on a positive note, though. Oh, yeah. And just um, that this is great that this has happened. Like, obviously, it's not great. The reasons why it's happening isn't great. That was worded really bad. It might be the same thing. I might have a positive thing, but it might be the same thing. But uh, the awareness is great and the support is amazing. And the fact that people want change to happen, I'm like really grateful for it. Even though every day I'm completely trained and just feel like helpless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also feel like help is on its way. You know? Yeah. No jokes aside, like or what jokes I had what's the saying jokes aside yeah and it's just seeing like my black people come together and just like being even though the reasons for it is so sad and negative and traumatizing Mm -hmm. that sense of community finally that's arrived it's like so heartwarming powerful yeah and it is super powerful and we just need to be positive we need to get through this and we will get through this yeah 100 percent. we are stronger than strong mm-hmm. we are stronger than strong and this is like oh my god this is the beginning of the birth of something absolutely amazing and i'm so here for it and i'm gonna be on everyone's neck and ass like 
we're going to support our people. So yeah, I mean, like we touched on it already, by the time this episode drop, we will, we're switching up our blog a bit, um, but we haven't fully like figured out the new direction, but we're going to add a page, which will direct you to black owned businesses um, within the industry. So I think we'll focus more so on fashion and we'll probably add a bit of beauty as well. Yeah. So that'll be like clothes, accessories and stuff. And we're going to try and make it in a way that's like easily digestible and it gives you the ability to navigate through. But we need to start checking for brands within our community. Um, mm-hmm. We will like, you know, we're not just going to put anything up there. We're going to put thing brands that we think are actually like good quality. Yeah. Because I'm not, because I'm not trying to say like, oh, just support like black princes by any means necessary, like however it's shit or not. Like obviously we have to have a level of like quality control. Um, so yeah, like we'll do the research for you because I know there's been a lot of threads on Twitter and threads are great, but you know, you might lose it. And yeah. Your likes marks and you want to have a state this would be a, yeah a place that will always be there um and if you have any suggest like after we post if there's any that maybe you've missed add, or suggestions yeah, we will obviously we're going to try and stick to as many british as we can british definitely we are in britain but to our followers from around listeners from around the world because we know you out there we see you in our steps we, we will see y'all. we see y'all we will post um Others that we see, like, from around the world as well. Honoured. We've spoken so much, both our voices are, like, cracky crack. Yeah, literally. But it is also, like, guys, if you know the time right now. Girl, we're putting in that work. But, yeah, man, look out for our live. We need to figure out when we're scheduling it. Um, Yeah. But we're going to come and have a discussion, open it up for you guys to talk as well and, you know, get perspective. Um, So, yeah, see you guys in a bit. And thank you for listening and hopefully, you know, you guys could take something from this today and defo and support your fellow. Can you stop with the sound sorry, effects? sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm fidgety. So I ain't got a drink in my hand. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll pour myself a gin. I was like, no, 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 no. Because I can't drunk. speak properly as it is. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, if the liquor bad. comes in, it's over. It's all mad. It's all mad. All right, babes. It's been real. It has been love to everyone out there. Love to everyone supporting. Oh, sorry. Just opening up. Want to make one more point to my black people? Just like I know it's difficult, but if you need to take that time off social media, take that time off social media. Like, don't feel guilty for it. Like, if you need to clear your head, like what we're going through is not easy in the slightest it's traumatizing yeah it could cause ptsd for some people so just take that time out and give yourself some time to just like rebalance readjust and and then when you're ready to come back come back just wanted to yeah. put that out there. hey beautiful people <laughs> 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 that's that's a reference to something we it's an insight it's an inside joke anyway joke. <laughs> on that on that note my beautiful people honestly brighter days to come better days yeah, to come man. but we're all in this together peace and love to yami bye bye bye
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.